Hey yo, it's Cidro. Holler at the people. Ten thousand tacos, yo. Hey yo, they never call me Flaco. Ten thousand tacos. I like mine with cilantro. Ten thousand tacos. Twist the line, get the taco. Ten thousand tacos. Pour me some horchata while Isidro talk about it. It's ten thousand tacos. Hey yo, I probably ate ten thousand tacos. I can still eat ten thousand more though. Yo, yo, they might not call me Flaco, but they sure can call me Gordo. It's ten thousand tacos. What? What? Ten thousand tacos. What? What? Ten thousand. Welcome to 10,000 Tacos. I'm Isidro Salas, your host. 10,000 Tacos is a podcast about what I like to call growing up tacos. They're short stories and experiences around growing up in a taco truck and uh, not only growing up, but learning uh, cool things about not just tacos and burritos, but how to run a small business uh, without even knowing my parents were showing us how to be entrepreneurs. They probably didn't even know that they were just basically surviving. So part of this podcast is a thank you to them because they showed us some cool stuff. And then along the way, taught us how to make our own tacos. So this podcast is a tribute to them. If you are new to the show, I would kindly ask you to go back to the last episode, the taco truck cover-up part one, because it is the beginning of this story. So this part is number two. It's the conclusion. And so please, if you're new to the show, go back at least to that one and then listen to this one because it's a two-parter. And if I just explain to you, I would mess it up for everybody else. Anyway, if you're returning, thanks again for joining us. I hope that I kind of didn't get you upset by leaving you a cliffhanger, as they're called, in certain industries where you leave somebody hanging. So I apologize in advance. But if you're back here, I'm guessing that you want to know what happened. And so let's get on with the episode. As we left off, we were talking about how there was a cover-up, a mini scandal, if you will, where my wingman, I mean my brother, and I went and did something behind the backs of the people who we were dating at the time. And we went and did some travesuras. Well, it was mostly me, but he was was with me. He had my back, so he kind of got busted too. (laughs) It's kind of messed up. Anyway... And we, we told the people we were, the girls that we were dating, that we, we told them a big fat lie. Not as, yeah, it was a fat lie. It was like a big fat burrito. Big, it was a big lie. And it was a lie that was also covered up by my mom because my mom agreed. And so where we left off is where the next morning I was on the phone with the girl I had lied to and explained to her that that we, my brother and I went to work the truck that night because of an emergency. And she believed it, the girl who I was dating. So I thought everything was dandy. This is a Sunday. Now it goes on to Monday and everything is okay. Now, again, I go to high school right by where I live and I'm at school like any other day. And at the end of the day, the end of the school day, 
I'm walking towards the parking lot and I see this person who I'm dating and she's waiting by her car. She's got this nice smile and I'm kind of pleasantly surprised to see her because again, she doesn't go to the same school and I didn't know she was going to go meet me after school. But hey, I'm not complaining and I don't think anything of it. So as I approach her, you know, hey, how's it going? And, you know, of course, I give you a little peck in the in the cheek and and stuff and and she's like no i you know we got out of school early and we're wondering if you wanted to go get some something to eat or some ice cream or something and i'm like of course i'm not gonna say no to that i have a little bit of time in between school and my part-time job so i'm like yeah let's go so we go and we sit down at this little place this baskin robbins and as we're eating ice cream she's all you know you're not gonna believe this there's this girl because she goes to a different school and she's telling me about this one girl who came to her and said, your boyfriend was with somebody else this weekend. And so the girl that I was dating was like, nah, that's not true. I know he was that. He was eating, you know, he was selling tacos over the weekend. And so the girl who I was dating, let's let's call her D, right? I'm not going to say her name, but let's call her D as in David. But not David, because that'd be weird, right? Not, not weird, but D. Let's just call her D. Anyway, D says, I was going to beat this girl up because she's saying that you were with another girl. And I thought that was like, don't be talking crap because all these girls want to be with you and they get jealous and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. She's crazy. Yeah, no, man. You know what I was doing this week? And I was, I was tired because I was working a lot. Wink, wink. So thought that was that. Not a big deal. Monday, I go back to work. And she goes to work. We see each other. Now, fast forward to Tuesday. I walk home because I go to the school right by where I live. And I walk home. And my phone rings. I pick up my phone. And it's D. And she says, hey, are you going to go to work today? And I'm like, no, I got the day off. She's all cool. I have the day off, too. Wondering if you want to go hang out. And I'm going, absolutely. Let's go hang out. So she comes, picks me up. We go get something to eat again. We're hanging out. And she tells me again, you know, there's this girl that says this, that you were. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of getting tired of this. Like, where's this coming from? And D says, I don't know, but I'm going to be beating some butts because this girl, D, was actually a, she was a tough girl. She would fight people. And, you know, she probably thought she could win most of the times. But I mean, you know, she was just a tough girl. And she said, I'm going to beat these girls butts because they're talking crap. And I don't like when people are talking crap. And I'm like, I, I understand that. And, you know, it's the typical drama that teenagers go through. I get it. So that's that. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're at this point. I'm not being accused of anything, but I'm not really tripping on it. So Tuesday goes, we spend the rest of the day together, whatever. I go home. She goes home the next day. It's like any other typical day. I had to go to work and I don't think she had to go to work, but she shows up. And while I'm prepping the pizzas and remember, a lot of my friends work there, too. So some of them know what happened, but most of them are like, I ain't saying anything. Right. Just good friends, I guess, should do. <laughs> okay, it's not my problem. I, I know sabe, as they would say. And I'm prepping the pizza. And D comes up. She's like, hey, were you, did you do something this weekend? And I'm like, no, no. I told you. I, I went to work. Like, I, how are you going to believe these people? She's like, well, I'm going to beat this girl up if she continues to say that you were with somebody else this weekend. Because I'm, I'm going to go to that girl's school and I'm going to kick her ass. 
says, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, well, how do you know what, what what's going on? She's like, well, this girl is a good friend that goes to a different school, an all-girls school. And the girl that I was supposed to be in the quinceanera with did attend an all-private school. And now my ears start getting a little, ooh, this is a little too close. And D says, I'm going to go and confront this girl because if she's talking crap about my boyfriend. I'm going, and I'm going, I didn't even know we were boyfriend and girlfriend, but I'm not going to argue because remember, she's got a big butt. I mean, she could fight. She could fight and she's tough and she's got a big butt. But anyway, so I am, you know, it's a Wednesday and I'm going, I'm sitting there prepping the pizza and some of my friends are looking over because we were, you know, it was like a prep station. It was a prep table, they would call it. And at the time I was doing all the pizza dough and then my friends would be down further in the station where they would put the pepperoni the all the toppings the cheese and all that so they're they're kind of looking like oh yeah there's something's going down some of them know the truth but most of them are like i ain't getting involved but they know there's something juicy going on so again i look at dean i'm like i don't know what she's talking about i don't like why would why don't you just drop this it's nothing like you know people are going to be jealous they're that's what they do and i'm thinking yeah that's the only way you can get out of it just say tell her to drop it and she looks at me she's all is there something i need to know and i'm like no of course now i'm going with the lie and now i'm going ooh, now i am lying well i actually was lying from the beginning but now i'm completely sober and i got pizza dough all over my hand and i'm going yeah you, you can't go back from this one you got to keep going so i'm like look there's nothing going on i don't know why these rumors are going on i've always heard rumors like this i don't sweat them but that's just part of the territory when you were going out with so and so i didn't care you said you broke up with them and now we're going out i don't care about if people say you were still going and she's looking at me like that never happened and, and like well okay whatever so of course I'm trying to deviate from the truth here and in my head I do believe that nothing happened because I was a little I was a little intoxicated so there in my head it didn't happen so I'm trying to keep this up but I'm also getting a little irritated and I'm also getting a little concerned right right so again D looks at me and says okay fine I, I'll drop it I said cool so I go back to work, finishing my pizza like I was doing before, and she leaves. I know that she works the next day and I work the next day. Not a big deal. I'll see her at work. We don't make any plans. So the next day I'm working the prep table again and I'm doing this pizza. So I'm surrounded by all these pizza doughs and the flour on the table. And at this time I had gotten pretty good at flexing or whatever it's called, the dough punching down the dough and making and then you like you know you spin it with your hand i got pretty good at doing that i could still take a white towel and spin it and that's where i started to learn that's where i learned it at this place making pizza so it's a thursday i know it's a thursday because now it's been four days since this scandal <laughs> since the alleged incident as they say in the news the alleged at this point it's still alleged so it's around 4 30 in the afternoon i start at around 3 30 so i'm an hour into my shift and d comes in and she comes in with this look just la 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 really nice look and something told me that look was not cool it wasn't your typical hey i'm happy to see you it was a look like da, 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 da have something and I'm going to confront you and you are going to lose. That's the kind of look that she had. 
So I'm sitting there going, okay. So she comes up, you know, kind of casually, like swinging, like, hey, how's it going? Just very weird. You know, she was a nice person when she was nice, but this seemed a little bit weird. And she's like, hey, you know, I, um, what time is your break? And I'm like, oh, it's, uh, I've been here for an hour, so maybe in another hour I'll take a break. She's all, well, when you get your break, and she's kind of like swinging her hips and kind of like this, you know, her shoulders back and forth and got her two hands in the front of her, you know, by her tummy or something. She's like, la, 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 like, you know. And she's like, yeah, when you get your break, um, let's go talk. And I'm like, hmm. Okay, and then I look to the left where some of my friends are by the prep station, and one of my friends is looking at me, going like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun." And I'm looking at him, going, "What? Do you know something that I don't know?" And he just quickly turns away, like, he, so he knew something. <laughs> anyway. So break time comes along a little later in an hour. I am in the break room. The break room is right by the kitchen and I'm sitting there with a few friends and just you know, 15 minute break and D walks in. And as soon as she walks in, everybody gets up and walks out. And now I'm like, well, that was weird. Why is everybody walking out? Uh, hey, she's all, now is this a good time? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I just remember her going, hey, can we talk now? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she says to me, um, you know, I went to that school to go confront that girl. I just needed to confront her. And do you have something to tell me? She asked me, D asked me, do you have something to tell me? I'm like, no, why, why would I? Like, I thought this was, a, and, you know, so I'm looking dumb. Like, what are you doing? Like, like no, what, what, what? <laughs> and D looks at me again. Do you have something to tell me? I said, no. Did you, what, did you find out something? Like what? And she's like, well, do you remember this girl was adamant about saying that you were with her friend over the weekend and I was going to go beat her up because she's spreading rumors. And then I was going to go beat up this actual girl because I had just gotten tired of it. Everybody at my school was talking about it and I don't like to be made a fool of. And, she, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> okay. So she asked me again, do you have something to tell me? And by this time I'm like, no. And she just drops within a couple of seconds, takes these things out of her purse and drops some photos onto the table. And she does so when my brother is coming in. And I look down, I see photos of what appears to be a back of a limo, right? With a lot of people. And this girl on the lap of a guy. And I'm going, what, what does that? Like, what? She's like, do, does this ring a bell? I'm like, no, that, like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not, that, that's not me. That could be anybody. And she's like, you sure? And again, honestly, I do believe, I don't remember that I was pretty messed up, but I know she got on my lap, but I, I don't remember if we were, yeah, I guess so. Because I remember flashes and then D says, are you sure? And then she drops another photo and there's this girl making out with this guy and it looks like me, but not entirely. And I'm like, uh, this is a good time for me. And I just knew at that point I should just shut up. She says, do you, do you, is this you? And I'm like, I'm not saying anything anymore. Cause I seen enough shows where you plead the fifth, you should shut up. 
And then she drops this other photo where it's clearly me. I got this face like, ah, you know, we got this smile and this girl's next to me. And, and that's what the flashes were. Now, this is 1988. Back then, when you took photos, you still needed to get them developed. And that would take some time. But if you wanted them right away, you would have to do this photo drive-up thing, which was pretty expensive, just to get them developed within an hour. <laughs> and apparently they did. So <laughs> here are these photos of me making out with this girl. And I can't even argue because on the right bottom of the corner, you see the stupid date stamp of Saturday with the time and me making out with this girl with a lot of hair, used to call hair bears back then, and I was busted and there was nothing I can do. And I just had this face like, mm, like what can you do? Nothing, just, you can't even say sorry. <laughs> it was horrible and then I'm thinking, what's next? And she says, you got your mom to lie for you? And I couldn't say anything to that. And my brother's like, if he got in trouble. <laughs> my brother didn't even, he didn't even put up a fight when uh, Dee's cousin went to confront him. He was like, hey. <laughs> but apparently they had their own arrangement where it was an open relationship. I didn't know that those things existed, but my brother had already preemptively selected an open relationship and they were cool. They were cool. They, they were like, Hey man, I don't care. <laughs> they wanted themselves for other reasons. I don't know. I don't know what kids do at those ages, but anyway, I got in trouble. Worst off. My mom lied for nothing. She covered up for nothing. And I had to go home and tell her because that was wrong. <laughs> it was embarrassing so my mom was like you are you kidding me in spanish she was like she found out even after she she felt embarrassed because she had lied for me and then i got caught i mean lying is lying right you shouldn't lie my mom was covering up for her children she has her son's back regardless that's the only time she's ever done that for me. It was like, F that. If my son wants to go down in a, you know, in a, in a ball of fire or whatever, let him. He's on his own. He only had one chance and he blew it. And I did blow it. And imagine that. I, I know it was wrong. <laughs> but today you couldn't get away with that, right? Imagine, imagine today that same circumstance. Within a couple of minutes you're posting that on facebook you're in trouble guys don't do anything stupid and i know these things happen every single weekend somebody gets in trouble today because they're doing something they're not supposed to and then they get put on blast and they get caught and they still try to lie i don't know what the latest tactics are to try to get out of those things i don't know maybe that makes for a good story if you're one of those that can get away with it you want to get on the show <laughs> i'd like to hear your story especially if it involves a taco truck but anyway, that's how it happened. The cover-up, I got caught, and, and that was that. Taco truck cover-up. Eventually, and this is a taco, when you don't tell the truth, tacos won't taste good. And that is all for this episode and this part two of Taco Truck Cover Up. 
Thanks again for joining us and being a part of our podcast. We are extremely humbled that you guys make time for us. I do want to call out a few people on the other side of the world. Every time I publish an episode, one of the first downloads come from the UK, France, Germany, and Sweden. And that, when I see that, it just brings a, uh, a very warm and special feeling. So I appreciate those of you over the pond that make time for us. It is really, really humbling, like I mentioned earlier. And I want to thank the rest of you guys here and uh, this side of the world as well, because the support that we're getting by the downloads, the constant, constant downloads is extremely impressive. We, we do appreciate that. Please join our mailing list. Uh, you could subscribe on our website, www.10,000tacos.com. If that's all too many characters to do, you could just do the number 10ktacos.com. And when you subscribe, you'll be one of the first to know when we release or publish another episode, as well as I am planning to put some merchandise up on the site and you'll be the first to be notified when we do and I'm hoping to get uh, merchandise on there so that uh, we can help support the show please join us for our next episode until then I'm Isidro Salas and this is 10,000 Tacos <laughs>